0: Welcome to the Addendum, A Thing Added. On this podcast, Pastor Eric Williams will add to, clarify, and supplement the most recent teachings at Fellowship Renewed Church. In 1 Corinthians 10.24, Paul says, Do not seek your own good, but the good of your neighbor. And as I pointed out yesterday... The neighbor idea really is speaking to the other person, right? The word here is is not actually the word neighbor, but it's an idea of another person. Whoever it is that you're engaging with, in whatever activity this is, you need to be considering the other person. I said, uh, we must consider our lives as those who live to follow the example of Christ and as those who are servants of Christ. Okay, so there's a couple ideas here and I want to make sure that this idea of being servants of Christ and yet actually being servants in another sense of others because we are thinking about them, right? we're thinking about their lives and not our own. And so as we serve Christ, that service then overflows into the service of other people. So I just want to bring that connection together. It wasn't something that we necessarily emphasized in our time together yesterday. And so I'm going to read for you a couple of passages today uh, to help solidify this idea. Okay, And the first one I want to read is Galatians 1.10. Galatians 1.10 says... For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. So, I I hope that an initial reading of this actually stirs up some kind of conflict with what Paul said in the text from 1 Corinthians 10. Because he specifically said that in everything he does, he does try to please other people. But in Galatians 1, it says, if I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. So how do we reconcile those two ideas? Uh, do they contradict each other? I'll also read out of Ephesians 6, 5-8. Same idea. Bondservants, obey your earthly masters with fear and trembling, "...with a sincere heart as you would Christ, not by the way of eye service as people-pleasers, but as bondservants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, rendering service with a good will as to the Lord, and not man, knowing that whatever good anyone does, this he will receive back from the Lord, whether he is bondservant or is free." So, the two ideas come together. So, in Ephesians 6, Paul is addressing those who find themselves as literally bondservants of men. How are they to understand their interaction with their earthly masters? He says, obey your earthly masters with fear and trembling, that is, serve them, okay, with a sincere heart, as you would Christ, not by the way of I service as a people pleaser or as people pleasers, uh, but as bond servants of Christ. So I, I think the two ideas are coming together here, and I want to make sure and and make this connection and make it clear. All right. So we have these people who are servants of men, and Paul doesn't say, stop being servants of men because you're servants of Christ. But instead, he says, no, Go on with your service, but serve out of a sincere heart as service to the Lord. Serve because you are a servant of Christ and serve as a servant of Christ, as you would Christ, right? That's what verse 5 says. Doing the will of God from the heart, rendering service with a good will as to the Lord and not to man. So, your service is to men. hope you see that. But it is... As to the Lord and not to man. So, although we do seek to serve other people and we do seek to please them in a sense, that, that's true. It's not as though we're trying to please them according to their flesh. It's not as though we're trying to please them because we are their, uh, ultimately, we are their servants and they are our master. That's, that's not the sense. In which Paul speaks to the service of other people or pleasing other people. But instead, we render service to others to please them as servants of the Lord or as to the Lord. Okay? Um, I, I wanna make sure that that, that connection is, is made in our minds and that we can read First Corinthians 10 and Ephesians 6 and Galatians 1. And how they're not contradictory ideas, but they're actually the same idea. And actually, if, if we better understand Galatians 1 and Ephesians 6, it helps inform our understanding of Paul's mindset to 1 Corinthians 10, doesn't it? Because he's not saying that we please people in place of pleasing God. We don't serve people in place of, of serving God, but instead we're actually serving God as we serve other people, and our service to them is as to the Lord. Okay, So the people don't dictate how we serve them, but instead it is actually Christ who dictates how we serve them, because in our service to them we are serving Christ. So all of our service to other people is service to Christ, and so must be informed by all that Christ has said, not what the people say. We're not trying to please people for the people's sake. We're pleasing people according to what Christ has said for Christ's sake. So, with that in mind, I'd like to also read Romans 14 verses 5 through 10. It says, One person esteems one day as better than another, while another person esteems all days alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. The one who observes the day observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats, eats in honor of the Lord, since he gives thanks to God, while the one who abstains, abstains in honor of the Lord and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives to himself. Okay, this is the point I wanted to get to. None of us lives to himself and none of us dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's, that is, we belong to him. For to this end Christ died and lived again, that he might be Lord both of the dead and the living." For why do you pass judgment on your brother? Why do you despise your brother? For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. And because he is Lord of all, right? That's that's the idea there. He is Lord of all. Okay, so we do not belong to ourselves. That's the whole idea here, is that we are servants of Christ, bondservants of Christ. And so in everything we do, we seek to render service unto him because we belong to him he is our lord we're serving him we're not serving ourselves we're not serving others for the other's sake we're serving others for christ's sake whether we live or we die or whatever we do we operate in this world as not belonging to ourselves but as belonging to christ we are his servants okay what does jesus have to say about this this was a passage I intended to reference in our time together yesterday, and we didn't make it to it, so I'll read it now. Matthew sixteen twenty-four through 26, and it says, Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? Okay, just that that short section, which most of us are going to be familiar with. But I want you to think of it uh, on these terms. Uh, Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wants to follow me, wants to be a disciple, wants to come after me, Here's what you need to do. You need to deny yourself. Deny yourself. Why deny yourself? Because your, your your life is no longer going to be lived in service for self, for yourself. But instead, your life is going to be lived in service of another. You're giving over your life under the Lordship of Christ. You're not living for your own sake, you're living for Christ's sake. So you must then deny yourself because you are not your own God. You do not worship yourself. You do not come up with what it is that is best for you to do in this world. Um, You are not your own Lord, but we have a Lord, and that Lord is Christ Jesus himself. So, we must then deny ourselves and follow after Christ. And if we are not willing to deny ourselves, then that means that we only want to worship ourselves. But if we deny ourselves, we recognize that we give our worship to christ and 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 that we are bowing down before him that he is our lord and so we will deny ourselves and take up our own cross and follow him and whoever would save his life will lose it and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it and so this carries with it the same idea doesn't it you have to actually lose your life in order to find life and what will it profit you If you gain the whole world, but yet forfeit your soul. So, uh, one point of application I want to make sure and and make right here is that oftentimes, in this world, that we're actually told the exact opposite of these realities. Let me show you what I mean. First of all, deny yourself. Is that what we are often told in, in the world that we live in? Is this the message that we hear? Deny yourself. Making this connection back, I want to make sure that you're you're following me on this connection. Do you remember in 1 Corinthians 10.24, do not seek your own good, but the good of the other person. So there is a sense of self-denial here, right? We are seeking the good of others. For what sake? Because we are servants of Christ and we're going to serve as he tells us. Okay? So this is a... A, a pretty big connection to make right here about denying self for the sake of christ for the sake of others right okay so is this the message that we are often told in this world deny yourself or do we possibly hear no no affirm yourself affirm yourself say positive things about yourself only good things Or how about this one? Take up your cross. That is the suffering that comes along with the losing of your own life. Denying yourself. No. Avoid the cost of following Jesus. Try to, as much as possible, affirm yourself and avoid any cost associated with following Jesus. Whereas the message of Jesus actually says, deny yourself And pick up your cross and follow me. Or how about lose your life? No, I think the message that we most commonly hear is preserve your life. But Jesus says, Lose your life in order to find true life. Or whoever loses his life finds everything. And we might say, unfortunately, because it's what we're led to believe, that whoever finds his life actually finds everything. That is, if you can affirm yourself and if you can avoid suffering and you can have things, then that's all life is about, isn't it? And unfortunately, that that message is just the, the exact opposite message of the gospel. This is about denying yourself accepting the suffering that comes with self-denial and a pursuit of Christ, losing your own life in order to have eternal life, giving your life as a servant of Christ and not a servant of self, it does not profit you to gain the whole world. Actually, a message that's communicated to us is, no, it actually does profit me to gain the world it does profit me to gain things it does profit me to have uh, whatever it may be money fame insert the insert right there anything that that brings quality of life right the spiritual life according to jesus is everything but the world around us seems to tell us that the material life is everything. And here is the big divide. is For people of the world, the world, you have to understand, is all they have. And so certainly the message they're going to communicate is get as much of it as possible. Alleviate as much suffering as possible. Do all the things you want to do. Affirm yourself. Why? Why do they believe that? It's because this world is all they have. And for us to embrace that is to deny that all that we have actually is, is far more. This, this earth can't, this world, it can't provide actually everything that we have. We have all the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We have far more than what this world can actually offer us. And so we need to live as that kind of person. We need to live not as servants of self, but as servants of Christ Jesus, He is our Lord. Thank you for joining us on the Addendum Podcast. For more information about Fellowship Renewed Church, visit frcsparta.com. Please join us for next week's episode.